Hey there, friend. Listen, I want to invite you to join me for an upcoming presentation I'm offering called How to Shift from Willpower to Want Power. If you're tired of feeling like you have the best of intentions with food and weight, only to have it all fall by the wayside by the time your head hits the pillow at night, then this is for you. If you're interested in making permanent weight loss easier and less of a struggle, then this is for you. If you're curious what want power is, which you probably should be, and can't wait to learn how to incorporate it into your journey toward peace and freedom around food, then this is for you. I'll be presenting live twice on Wednesday, May 1st, 2024, at both noon and 7.30 p.m. Central Time Zone. I'll answer your questions live and we'll have a really good time together. But if you can't make either of those days, I'm not going to make you get a replay emailed into your inbox only for it to get lost and never be watched no matter how deeply you want to make time to go through it. Because I mean, honestly, who are we kidding? (laughs) We've all done this, including me. No, instead, we are offering multiple watch parties for several days after the live presentation. So come watch the replay with other doctors and interact in the chat with them and my team. So either way, whether you come live or to a watch party, it will be worth your time for sure. All you have to do is register at katrinaubellmd.com forward slash want power. That's katrinaubellmd.com forward slash w-a-n-t-p-o-w-e-r. See you there. You are listening to the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast with Katrina Ubell, MD, episode number 274. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Katrina Ubell, MD. This is the podcast where busy doctors like you come to learn how to lose weight for the last time by harnessing the power of your mind. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating and exhaustion and move into freedom around food, you're in the right place. Well, hello there, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. I am very excited to bring you today's topic. But first, I wanted to just ask you, when was the last time you did something really just fun for yourself. A few days ago, my husband and I treated ourselves to going to a concert. We went and saw Journey live and the opening act was Toto. So much fun. I love me (laughs) some classic rock and we just had the best time. It was just so exciting and fun. I think it's so important to have fun things to look forward to that are not related to food, (laughs) especially if you're someone who struggles with that. Like we were there, Toto opened, they played for almost an hour. They were so good. I couldn't believe it. I was like, if it were just over there, I'd be satisfied. But then no, then Journey came on and they played and it was so good and so fun and just to feel alive. It was just so fun. So maybe concerts are not your thing. Maybe music is not your thing. But maybe there's some other thing. And you know, now that things really seem to be opening up a lot more, and we're just getting more comfortable being around people again. If you have been just kind of waiting, (laughs) waiting to either get back to things that you were doing before, or waiting to figure something out until things opened up, consider this your invitation. 
it can really make a difference to have other forms of pleasure in your life, something that you can really, really enjoy and look forward to. So that's my little public service announcement for you. (laughs) I actually think that losing weight in the summer is an excellent time to do it. When I very, my very first life coaching experience, when I lost weight, I started in May and I thought that was such a great time to do it. Honestly, I always found the summers to be kind of challenging and you just want to like just live, you know, carefree and just not worry about it so much. And it was so great to learn how to lose weight while not worrying about it so much. And that actually ties into what we're going to be talking about today, which is why has losing weight always been so miserable? And is there a different way? Of course, the title here is losing weight doesn't have to be miserable. So I'm going to teach you and talk to you today about how to make weight loss not miserable. So it's actually a pleasant and good experience for you. Of course, when you're like, well, I don't want to ruin my summer by trying to lose weight, then you're going to be thinking, no, now isn't a good time. But then really, if you're thinking about weight loss as ruining a time of your life, when is a good time? (laughs) Never. You're never like excited to ruin six months of your life, right? So I want to talk to you today about five reasons that weight loss has been so miserable either for you in the past or for other people that you know, and what to do about it. Okay. So the first reason weight loss has been so miserable is because everyone says it's miserable. When you talk to people about weight loss, this is just what people think and say that it's so hard, that you have to work so hard. It's exhausting. It's time consuming. It's uncomfortable. It's no fun. It's just the worst. Like think of anything that's bad and that's weight loss, right? And that's what people think. So what is important about what people think is that they are offering us their thoughts every time we hear about it. Every time they talk about it or we talk to them about weight loss, of course, we are looking to our own experiences as well. But I definitely work with people who are like, look, I've never really had a weight issue until six months ago or a year ago or two years ago. And so they don't really know what it's like to lose weight, but they're just assuming it's going to be awful because of what everybody around them says. So the solution here is to just become aware that when people are talking about weight loss and talk about it being a miserable experience, that is just them sharing their thoughts about it. This is not the facts. This is not the truth about the experience or how it has to be for everybody. This is simply them sharing what they think. When you understand and recognize this is somebody else's way of thinking, this is their mindset, they are sharing their beliefs with me, then it's kind of like it puts up like a little bit of a screen or like a little bit of a barrier so that you then can decide, hey, do I want to think about it that way? Maybe I could think about it differently. What if it were possible to lose weight in a way that didn't make me miserable? I think I'm going to go figure out how to do that, right? It allows you the opportunity to not just immediately take on their way of thinking that creates truly misery and decide for yourself what kind of experience you want to have, okay? So just because everyone else says so doesn't mean that has to be your experience, okay? It's like if everybody else jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, (laughs) is that what you would do, (laughs) right? If everybody else jumped off a cliff, that's what my mom used to say, (laughs) is that what you would do, right? Just because they all think that does not mean that you have to think that too. Okay, so why, our second reason, why losing weight has been so miserable. 
Well, it's because we ignore our body signals instead of tuning in and listening to our body signals. What I mean by this is that you sign up with some way, you know, you read a book, you sign up with some sort of, you know, coach or program or plan or like whatever it is, online program and trainer, whatever, and you hire them to be the coach, to be the expert, right? So often we're like, listen, just tell me what to do. Because obviously what I'm doing isn't working. You just tell me what to do. And I'm just going to do that so I can get some results. Except that doesn't work (laughs) for almost anybody because they are then taking on ownership for your body. When they don't own your body, they are not in your body. You live in your body. You are therefore the expert in your body as soon as you decide to take on that expert role, okay? So what we have done for so long is look at what our body looks like or look at what our eating is like and go, well, obviously I suck at this. Obviously I don't know what I'm doing. Therefore, I need someone else who knows better than me to tell me what to do. And when you do this, they are the expert and you are like the peon. You're the person who doesn't know anything. You're obviously awful at this. And if what they recommend doesn't work, then we make it mean that there's something wrong with us, right? That we have a personality defect or flaw or, you know, something certainly must be wrong with us. We never look at it like, well, maybe that person just really doesn't understand me or my life or what works for me. I mean, now in hindsight, I can think of so many times I worked with someone to lose weight and I'm like, well, no wonder, like, no, duh, of course it wasn't going to work. It was never going to work because I was giving up all of my authority being the person living in this actual body <laughs> in favor of just following someone else's assumptions or you know their prior experience or what they just thought was going to work. And it usually didn't, or at least parts of it didn't. And then of course, I wasn't able to do, you know, I kind of gave it all up. So when we do this, we end up very often feeling very hungry. We feel very tired. And truly, it's like an experience of suffering. I know so many people recognize this, like, (laughs) to lose weight, it's like truly an act of suffering. It's so uncomfortable physically. It's so uncomfortable mentally. So course, we're like, oh my God, weight loss is so miserable. So the solution here is to recognize that your body is extremely intelligent and really knows what you should be doing and eating and when and all of that. You have to learn how to reconnect to it because we were all born with this connection just for some of us, somewhere along the line, we lost it. So we have to redevelop this connection. And of course, you can still work with other people who are guides who can help facilitate this process, but you are thinking about it as a collaboration. You're not thinking about it as that's the expert and I don't know anything and I'm just going to do what they say. Instead, you go, okay, I'm bringing my experience of being in this body, of tasting this food, of feeling like what it's like to be in my body. And then you're collaborating with the guide who has some experience and some knowledge and figuring out something that's going to work for you. This is what I pride myself in offering the Weight Loss for Doctors Only program. Like we don't know what you should do. We can really, really help you to figure it out. But I'm not going to be like, look, this is exactly what you should do. Because I can't possibly know that. But you do. So what you need to learn to do is to move into that expert status. Okay, then you actually meet your body's needs. So that you're eating foods that promote weight loss, but also satisfy you. So you are satiated. You're not so ravenously hungry all the time. And where you feel energetic and fueled rather than completely depleted and exhausted. 
Okay. So that losing weight is not a suffer fest. It really is something that feels great. And it feels great in the sense that you feel good in your body and you're supporting yourself. Now, of course, there's other skills that you have to learn. And that can sometimes be, you know, more difficult. But all in all, it's not just like I feel literally physically awful basically the majority of the time until I get to my goal weight. And then we wonder why we gain our weight back, right? Because we don't want to feel terrible all the time. Okay, next reason why weight loss has been so miserable is because we feel so restricted and deprived, right? We have some plan, something we're supposed to be doing, stuff we're supposed to be counting, measuring, whatever it is, eating this many times, not eating this many times, whatever it is. And so when we are thinking about eating in that way, we have feelings and very often those thoughts create the feelings of restriction, feeling restricted and feeling deprived. And really restriction means like, you know, we are not getting all the things that we need. A restricted diet is like you can't have certain things. Well, when you think about, you know, a, a way of eating that eliminates major food groups, I think it's actually pretty easy to start feeling restricted. Not to say that eating that way isn't the right thing for some people, but you really have to be aware of what you're thinking is if that's something that you really want to pursue, such as like eating keto or something like that. You have to change your mindset. You have to change your beliefs about it so that you do not create the feeling of restriction. And with deprivation, we feel like, you know, we're, we're literally not getting our needs met. You know, there's certain things that we need, and we're not getting them. Therefore, we feel deprived. Now, it's easy to feel deprived when you're super hungry all the time, when you're just famished, when your energy is low, when you know, you I remember sometimes eating something and like 45 minutes later, I was already hungry again. Right? It's so much easier to feel deprived when that's going on. So of course, it is again, going back to meeting your body where it's at and fueling it in ways that make it feel good and actually give it the energy, the quality energy that it needs. You know, that makes it a lot easier. But also understanding that if you're thinking about what you're eating in terms of like what you're allowed to have, and what you're not allowed to have, or what you can have and what you can't have, that is, first of all, like a complete lie <laughs> that you tell her to yourself. I've done it too. As you're an adult and you get to eat whatever you want, you're allowed to eat whatever you want. You can eat whatever you want. So if you're not eating something, it's because you're making a choice to not eat it. So you should like your reasons for making that choice, right? <laughs> so we have to also look at our brains, like, what are we thinking about this? Sometimes we're totally sated, our body is like happy as a clam, we're losing weight, but we still feel deprived because of the way that we're thinking about other foods that maybe don't serve us. So we have to learn how to manage our minds, right? We don't really realize that we have control over feeling restricted and deprived, right? So we think, well, losing weight's just miserable, you feel so restricted and deprived. False. This is not true. That is the way that most people will experience it because they are not aware of their thoughts and feelings. They are not aware that they are actually in control of this experience. So now you do though. So now no excuses. <laughs> Work through whatever thoughts and beliefs create that feeling of restriction and deprivation for you. Okay, the next reason losing weight is often so miserable is because it feels like so much work. Have you ever done this where you're like spending so much time at night, like prepping food and making sure you have like this and that and measuring and that and doing complex math equations and like all of these things to get your food all dialed in? It's just, it's a lot of work making sure you have the right foods in the house. And it's just so many limits to what you're, you know, supposed to be doing to follow this plan. 
it's just not something that you're really able or willing to continue on long term. So of course, maybe it does create weight loss for you. But if you're not willing to do it long term, then it's not a good solution for you. Right? That doesn't create permanent weight loss. So in this case, where we get tripped up is that what we don't realize is that simpler and easier equals better. When you keep your eating and your food really simple and really easy, it is the best of all the worlds. We do not need complicated recipes. You probably don't even need new recipes. You don't even need to be able to cook, okay? (laughs) You can literally make this so simple so that your food that you're eating tastes delicious, your body feels amazing, and it does not take very much time at all. That is what I recommend. I mean, it is literally the biggest gift you can give yourself to make it so that actually the easiest thing to do is to eat on plan and follow your plan versus following your plan is a lot of work. So you know what, we're having a day where we're saying F it and we're just going to do whatever because, you know, ordering the pizza is easier. In this case, ordering the pizza is actually not easier. The easier and simpler you create your food plan, the the better, the more likely you are to follow it, the better results you're going to get. This is why I have every single one of my clients create their own personalized eating plan. Of course, with assistance, lots of assistance. But again, like I can't possibly know what's going to be easy for you to make or what you're always going to like eating. You know, it's like people have been like, can you help me figure out how to like eggs? Because eggs seem like they'd be so easy. And I'm like, yeah, eggs are easy. But if you don't like eggs and you don't like eggs, and you know me, one of my biggest rules for myself and what I encourage everyone else to follow too is I don't eat food that doesn't taste good to me. So if eggs don't taste good to you, then don't eat eggs. There are millions of other easy, simple foods that you can find. You just have to be solutions focused enough and open-minded enough to find them. When you have already decided that losing weight is so much work, then of course your experience of losing weight will be that it takes a whole lot of work, right? Because you believe it to be that way, you will actually create the conditions subconsciously of complication and difficulty and food going bad and whatever, being very confused, not knowing what to do. It will be a difficult experience. It will feel like so much work because of that. So just recognize that it does not have to be so much work. If you think that that's true, I want you to just question it. What if you were wrong? What if this whole time you've just been wrong and it really isn't that much work? Maybe it really could be easy. Okay. And our final reason why losing weight's been so miserable is because we don't realize that we're actually in charge of our experience. So what creates our experience of losing weight? Well, it's our thoughts and our feelings. Okay, so when we are not aware of our thoughts and our feelings, then they're just happening in the background. And we just think that's the way it is. And so we think that whatever experience is, is just that, and there's no changing it. So if the experience of weight loss has been miserable, then there's no changing it. There's no way to make it better. When this is just blatantly false, just not true. When you become aware of your thoughts and the feelings that those thoughts create, you now have the opportunity to manage your mind. And what I mean by that is looking at the thoughts that you think, the thoughts that you think are that seem true and believable to you, and you understand what feeling they generate for you, and then what that feeling creates. What action do you take when you feel that way? 
If it's not an action that is supportive to you or one that you want to be taking, then that thought is one that we want to reconsider. We want to have a look at maybe there's a different way of thinking about this that still feels true and believable. So not just positive thinking, just, you know, pick some new thing. Doesn't matter if you believe it or not. It very matters a lot if you believe it, but we find that next thing. And that's actually in the Weight Loss for Doctors Only program. One of the big component is teaching you how to think something new, how to believe something new. This is a skill that you need to be taught, that you need to learn and then put it into practice. This is one of another of the benefits of being in the coaching group is that, you know, I teach you a lot of concepts here, but learning it isn't enough. You have to actually, you know, apply it to your life, integrate it into yourself and your way of thinking and the way you approach your life and live your life. And one of the best ways to do that is with assistance so that as you struggle, as you find areas where it's difficult, you get coaching help so you can make that go so much more smoothly and just get yourself really in the right direction right away. So we learn to manage our minds. But then the other thing is those feelings, because guess what? We are not always going to be able to or want to think differently. Sometimes we are going to experience negative emotions. In fact, a lot of the time we will, and we'll feel very justified in it and (laughs) righteous. And it's just the way it is. And that's how we want to feel. And so then what do we do? The answer can't be, oh, I'm not willing to feel this horrible feeling that I actually am determined to feel. So what I'm going to do is eat or drink some alcohol instead so I can avoid feeling it. No, what we have to do is we have to learn to actually process our emotions. That means feel them from start to finish so that they move through you. I like to think of emotions as just energy in your body. And energy can be very stuck or energy can flow through and out of you. Stuck energy is what we have when we are constantly avoiding how we're feeling, trying to pretend like it doesn't exist, stuffing food over drink over food on top of it to try to smother it and hope that it just goes away. When you are allowing yourself to experience those emotions and process them, you realize like, I can feel this, I can do this. And the more willing I am to feel whatever it is, the quicker it flows out of me so that I'm back to the place that I like to be, whether that's, you know, content or, you know, peaceful or whatever it is, you allow that to move through you so that you just essentially automatically start to feel better. So of course, one way of feeling better is to think different thoughts. Another way is to allow those emotions to flow through which I call processing, processing them. I teach you in the program multiple, multiple different ways to process your emotions. You have access to this from day one. And it's really honest to goodness. If there's one thing you get out of the program, out of Weight Loss for Doctors Only, it should be how to process emotions. It's so, 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 so important. If you, Even if you did not change your eating at all, if you just learned how to process your emotions, I promise you would lose weight because you would not need food to make yourself feel better anymore. You would find yourself going, you know what, I actually feel better. I don't need the snack to reward myself. I don't need that extra glass of wine to, you know, (laughs) help me forget about the day. You've just worked yourself through it. Okay, so ultimately, remember, you are in charge of your experience in whatever you do. In this case, we're talking about weight loss. This applies to every other case, every other thing, every other challenge you have in your life. So when you learn how to do this in terms of weight loss, this becomes a skill that you can then extrapolate to every other area of your life. We see this all the time with our clients. They're like, yeah, okay, I've handled my eating now. Now I am going to work on, you know, what's going on at 
my job, or I'm going to work on this difficult relationship that I have, or I'm going to create this, you know, new goal, or go get that promotion that I have always wanted, but you know, wasn't willing to actually speak up for or admit that I wanted. Whatever it is, they're creating a bigger and more positive future for themselves because of learning how to do this work. So we just use weight loss as the tool to learn. And then you keep repeating those same habits to create other things in your life. And it's a lot easier to create other things in your life when you're no longer trying to lose weight or thinking that like, oh, I'll do that. But first, I got to lose weight. Or who am I to do that? Because look at me, I need to lose weight. I'm not a good example or whatever it is, right? Okay, so this is how you don't make (laughs) weight loss a miserable experience. You don't take on other people's thoughts. You decide for yourself what you're going to think. You learn to reconnect to your body's signals and listen to them. Work with your body instead of against it so that you're meeting your body's needs and taking excellent care of yourself, not just asking somebody else to be the expert on something they can't possibly be the expert on. You work on any thoughts or beliefs that you have that create the feelings of restriction and deprivation. You do have control over this. Then you make it so that losing weight isn't so much work. You constrain, you simplify, you make it as easy as possible. You just make it go on repeat. So it's literally running in the background, you being able to stay on your plan. The easier and simpler, the better. And then finally, we take back ownership of creating our experience of losing weight. And the way we do this is by looking at our thoughts, changing the ones that we decide we want to change or that would benefit us to change and learning how to process our emotions. This is how we get the result that we want, which is permanent weight loss without it being a complete torture fest. And I would be more than happy to take you through this entire process, start to finish, to help you to create the same experience for yourself. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. (laughs) You won't. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope to see you in our next Weight Loss for Doctors Only group. And we'll get started losing weight for the last time, getting that weight off permanently. Have a great rest of your week. Take care. Bye-bye. Ready to start making progress on your weight loss goals? For lots of free help, go to katrinaubellmd.com and click on free resources.